Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. This is the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson, and this is the show where we help uh, business owners uh, at various stages in their business growth to uh, find missing pieces of the puzzle that they're looking for in terms of their uh, in terms of their messaging, their lead generation, their sales, their branding, uh, all of that. And uh, and one of our purposes of the show is to uh, not only get you some great information of which we have some great information here for you today, but also to connect you with people who I think are just great collaborators, great people to reach out to and learn something more for or even get their help uh you know if, if if this is the kind of help you get need to have in your business and I'm, you're you're probably on a big mission to uh to make sales and how do we make sales we got to get leads and where how do we get leads well we got to we need eyeballs how do we do all of that and there's so many strategies and so many things that we can do uh today's expert is an expert at brand storytelling uh, he's a fractional CMO and the founder of Vanquish Media Group. Uh, I'm honored to have Chase Friedman here with me today. Chase, welcome to the show. Thank you. Feeling is mutual. Honored to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm really grateful that you said yes and that you would uh, that you're going to be on the show. <laughs> and uh, you know, in the brief chat that we had earlier, uh, obviously you have a lot of really great things going on. And uh, look, I did uh, I did the light introduction here, but I think. You know, a great place to start, Chase, is uh, tell the folks a little bit more about you and what you do, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, well, look, uh, to start, I, I got to walk walk the talk and uh, sharing what I believe my mantra uh, goes first. So I, I believe that every person, every business owner, every organization has the capacity to do good and do well in the world, right? Um, <clears throat> the path to get there is through a clear and definable brand identity and message and purpose, right? Um, so as you mentioned, I serve as a fractional CMO and the founder of Anguish Media Group. We empower entrepreneurs and business owners to achieve that balance of, of profitability through championing their unique purpose. Um, we guide them to develop that identity and messaging, develop the actionable strategy for growth, and then help execute the marketing campaigns that result in measurable results and impact. Hmm. Awesome. Um, and what what are you uh, what are you noticing in terms of people coming to you? Like, what are they saying that they they need the help with, or or maybe even the struggles that they're having prior to reaching out to you? Yeah, it's almost it's almost in what they're not saying, right? So one of the first questions I like to ask uh, a potential client or someone I'm working with is, "Tell me what you do. Tell me about your business." And you usually get some long-winded sort of rambling explanation of it. And right then and there is kind of the first kind of signal of if they are not clear with who they are, what they do, and how they serve, how can their customers expect to connect with them and understand? Um, you know, so basically the pain points, hey, I'm feeling <clears throat> overwhelmed, uh, stuck, stagnant. I'm lacking clarity of where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. Um, and the initial symptoms tend to be, I need more leads, I need more business, I need more revenue, to which point I say, let's pump the brakes. Before we start diving into doing all of these digital marketing tactics, which we do, we got to start at the beginning. We got to start measure twice, cut once. And that starts for us in brand discovery, getting a really clear understanding and audit um, 
of what your brand is, what you stand for, what sets you apart in the marketplace, and what the true value is that you serve and provide for your customers. Once you've got that in place, then yes, we can start to put the bones together of that visual presence and storytelling and the campaign for growth. But a lot of people want to you know, skip a few steps and get to these marketing tactics, which I'm sure you've seen as well, have just diminishing returns if you are not crystal clear in your message. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're bombarded with emails and webinars and social media posts and podcasts all the time. And everyone is sharing this tactic or that tactic. And and uh, we even get influenced by really slick copy and go, oh yeah, I need to be doing that in my business. And I think yeah. also the desperation of, I need clients like yesterday, like we're right. hemorrhaging here. Like right. how, how can you help me get businesses today or business today? And I, I love what you just said. It's like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's, let's solve the problem here. Otherwise we're just, you know, we're just, we're just going to make it worse. But what, what, what's the reaction that you get when you, when you, when you say that, because I think it's really smart to do. And I say that often as well. And, um, cause you do have to take a step back if you're really going to solve the problem and not just we need customers, need customers, need customers. Uh, what, what, what are you noticing there? Yeah, look, you can't solve long-term challenges with short-term fixes. Okay. So I've seen this happen time and time again. Look, I've been there as well. I've, I've, I've spun my wheels on this, you know, building and growing a business, um, looking for those quick fixes, those growth hacks, those 10 X your revenue overnight, you know, those empty promises. Um, and that stuff most of the time, if not all the time, isn't going to work. And it's certainly not going to work sustainably to grow the business. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest things that we look at is, like you said, we're bombarded by, by thousands of communications, marketing messages per day. Our brains are wired to filter out the crap and only let in the things that resonate and connect with us on a deeper level, right? So if you are able to develop a deeper kind of connection and bond and really kind of invite your customer into a story with aligned value and purpose, then you're getting somewhere. Um, but, you know, back to what a lot of these organizations are doing, they're in this reaction mode. Um, and you're going to end up spending countless amounts of money and time on these quick fix tactics that can never work as well as they potentially could without a really clear singular, you know, story and message. Mm. It sounds like this is really the foundation of what everyone should have. So, I mean, um, well, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. First of all, how did you, how did you find yourself specializing in this particular type of marketing or mar marketing strategy? I mean, everyone's yeah. got their thing. Yours is brand yeah. storytelling and you're also a fractional CMO. Um, you know, how did you find yourself specializing in this? So good question. Um, I little, not, not too little secret. My background is not in marketing and it is not in branding. It's actually in storytelling. So I started my career as an independent filmmaker, a writer, director, producer, telling stories because I love the way it impacted and inspired people. Um, you know, going through kind of the starving artist phase, you know, led me to say, okay, well, how can I position this for businesses and brands and began to be commissioned by some pretty large organizations that this was the dawn of branded content and brand storytelling. Um, what do we create? What do we say? How do we say it? How do we reach people? 
So storytelling is in my DNA. And I do believe that that is the core, you know, X factor in any good brand strategy or, or marketing. And I do believe that branding has to come first um, as the lens in which you see the world. And then marketing is the how and how you deploy that. Right. So storytelling is kind of key. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of, uh, you know, the story brand framework, which really allows you to simply and clearly put, you know, the core elements of your brand story into a coherent framework. I get it all the time from clients that say, well, I'm not a storyteller. I don't know how to tell stories. I don't have an interesting story to tell. And I say, that's BS. You do. You just haven't, you know, we haven't gotten there yet. And so that's kind of one of the fun parts of getting there with a the client. But uh, yeah, I definitely do not have a traditional route or background um, working for an agency or major brands. I've kind of gone a, about it in a little bit of uh, an alternative route. Yeah, well, I, I love I love that, actually, because you're you're bringing that skill of being a storyteller to marketing rather than bringing storytelling, you know, um, rather than being a marketer and then trying to become a good storyteller. And, right. you know, um, and so, and not everybody f does feel like they're a good brand, uh, not brand storyteller, but storyteller in general. And you yeah. see so much copy and I, and, and I attend a lot of networking events. I mean, a lot. And you can tell the ones that really have figured out you know, how to explain what they do in a way that draws people in. Yeah. And then others that are explaining what they do. And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, and, you, you lost me somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, a lot of that tends to be like the, the name of their package or the name, you know, the, some made up title that they've given them, given themselves or uh, features of their, of their product or service. And, and, and so it's, you know, and, and also clever names that they give their, their programs and their processes and stuff and just don't get it. So what, what are you noticing out there? And, you know, what, you know, how do we move away from that and more into telling a story that draws people in? Yeah. I mean, you know, my, my belief is working with and for what I consider to be purpose-driven organizations. Um, to me, brand purpose is really this, is really kind of the defining element of what I believe are, are, are the most successful businesses and brands today. Um, we're going through this shift where we've been through it. I mean, we've, we've shifted from the old model of really shareholder-driven capitalism to a more stakeholder driven economy and capitalism, more conscious capitalism. And what that means is the stakeholders, your employees, your customers have more say and seat at the table. And they are demanding to, you know, they they are they are demanding of, of brands in sharing authentically what they stand for, what they believe in, how they are, how they are making a greater good beyond the bottom line, right? Um, and the, the data and the research is is endless. Okay, you know, people are are willing to pay more, uh, or are will, willing to pay more. Um, they want to work for, and they want to invest in these purpose-driven organizations, right? So it it checks multiple boxes. Um, you know, just a quick statistic. You know, eighty-two per eighty-two percent of customers they'll make purchase decisions with purpose in mind, um, and yet brands are still struggling to kind of get that in the forefront of their messaging. 
their consumers are, are four to six times more likely to purchase from protect and champion purpose-driven brands. So I'm not talking about the businesses and products that are just operating on, you know, a race to the bottom, lowest price, right? They're going to only be one winner in lowest price. Um, yeah. But how else are you going to differentiate in your marketplace? Um, and what, what do you stand for? That to me is this, you know, this, this movement, this new generation, millennials, Gen Z, it's even getting more compelling um, and people wanting to buy from, work for, and invest in these value-aligned companies. Mm -hmm. Well, let's speak about uh, more about value-aligned companies and just even the, the types of companies that you work with in general. I mean, who, who are you finding coming into your world and that you're really um, serving? I mean, is there a certain type of business that is kind of you know, drawn to what you do or that you specialize in? Yeah, it's a good question. So there's what I would consider to be evident uh, purpose-driven organizations, nonprofits, foundation that are really rooted in a cause or a purpose and a passion, um, but they're often lacking the clarity, right? Um, we see there's a lot of nonprofit organizations, the structure, the clarity, the marketing prowess, um, and even the branding to communicate their message. So that's really where we help them um, reach more people, impact more lives. On the B2B front, Right. These are organizations a lot of times that, you know, whether you're a startup or you've been around for some time, there's this feeling un uninspired or stuck or stagnant with where you are. Maybe you've gotten a, some modicum of success, but it hasn't put you over the edge or you're struggling to differentiate yourself in a crowded marketplace. Um, and those leaders and founders, you know, most of the time, they want to do more than just turn a profit. They want to leave a lasting legacy. They want to leave a lasting impact, whether that's for the, the culture uh, um, and welfare of their employees or their community or, you know, the world at large. Um, so it's a belief in around doing something, you know, what do you believe beyond the bottom line? If you can even entertain that question, let alone ask yourself that question, that's an ideal client. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I mean, that tends to be a lot of the type of people that we meet in the work that we do are people that are obviously selling something and would like to do that profitably, but right. masses amounts of profit is not their primary goal. It's really, how do I serve? How do I improve humanity? How do I improve even just the lives of my clients? Uh, some right. filter out into, you know, community world, all that kind of stuff. But uh, but beyond beyond just here's what I do in my business and I I'm serving my shareholders and and right. making as much profit as humanly possible. Uh, I so I love all of that. And how do you think um, the mindset of that type of entrepreneur differs from maybe other other types of business owners in term you know just from your experience? Yeah, again, I think it resides in, in the reality that we're living in a stakeholder-driven economy right now. Um, I think it's a little more enlightened entrepreneur that not just, you know, look, if, if you have a burning desire to make an impact and change in the world, that's amazing. Um, you know, not everyone comes to, to the table with that. But tactically, strategically, right, as I've shared with you, it benefits your ability to grow and, and, and make a profitable business by differentiating yourself in the market. And the best way to do that is through that kind of clear message and purpose. People buy on a, you know, they filter through emotion first and logic second, right? The way that you build lifelong, deep relationships with your customers, 
like the Apples or the Patagonias of the world, right, is through an identity that people are willing to pay more for and and stand in you know hour long lines down the block um, to get to get what you're serving. Um, so it's it's yeah it's it's a again do good in the world but do well. It's a strategic advantage. It's becoming a strategic advantage with a more conscious consumer um, that really is looking for those brands that align with their values. Mm -hmm. um, we still have lots more to cover here, but I, I everything you're saying resonates 100% with, with me and, and a lot of the people that we connect with just through the, the networking that we do in our community. And uh, if anyone listening into this episode right now, if you're resonating with what you're hearing, um, we have all of Chase's contact information and stuff beneath the video and in the podcast show notes. And we'll talk a little bit more later about how to connect with him. And uh, I think he has a free gift for us as well, but we're going to hold on. We <laughs> listen to the rest of the episode, <laughs> but just, I just wanted to uh, uh, point that out because, and Chase, the reason I do that is, you know, it, some people are going to like, yes, this is exactly the type of help that I've been looking for. And, uh, and, and so they don't have to wait <laughs> through 30 minutes of, of, of podcast episodes. So we want to just help to connect the dots there. So, um, so let's talk a little bit of, uh, you know, we, we've talked about the problems that, you know, the, the your, uh, the types of businesses that you serve are are facing. We've talked a little bit about uh, the type, you know, who they are, and what some of their values are. You know, anyone who's uh, listening in right now and going, okay, great, I resonate with this. What do I do, right? So, what do you think? Some of, and like you said earlier, pump the brakes, right? Because it's like. Yeah, we're just we keep layering more tactics on top of other tactics and on top of other tactics, and we're trying to get today clients and solve the cash flow issues of today, but we're really sacrificing, you know, the stability and the sustainability of the future as well. So, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on that? And then, you know, what 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 do you think are the next steps that people should take to uh, to deal with that? Yeah, so the first step that we take is really in, in doing a deep brand discovery. Um, and we put together really a comprehensive um, plan strategy guide that we call a brand blueprint. Um, and, a, and a brand blueprint is really a combination of, you know, three core phases, right? Um, what is your brand core, your purpose, your vision, your values, you know, that internal things that are kind of your guiding North Star as a business and a brand? brand positioning, right? So how do you stack that up and align that within the minds of your customers and personas, within your competitors in the marketplace and kind of defining your unique advantage, your value prop, your onlyness, whatever you want to call it. And then finally, is that brand personality? How do you bring that all to life um, in a way that is authentic and clear and compelling, the voice, the tone, the messaging? How do you, how do you, you know, not just be a clinical brand that talks about features and benefits, but speaks one-to-one -one, humanly to, to the people you're trying to serve. Um, so that blueprint really provides a great framework to help guide everything that you do in your business from internal collateral to website, to social media campaigns, to marketing and outbound. Um, you've got to have that core foundation in place. And that's why, you know, again, talking about a blueprint, give the analogy of uh, a playbook in football, right? Unless the entire team 
knows that play um, inside and out, you know, one missing piece of that can, can, can create a disaster. You've all got to be operating off the same playbook so that you can have success, execute plays, grow your business, what have you. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so smart. And, you know, I think in some of the conversations I have, it's very clear that some are not operating from a playbook, but they're operating very day to day, sometimes even hour to hour, minute to minute. I mean, they're so reactionary to the things that are happening. Uh, but what you're saying is, you know, by having a playbook, you're being proactive, you have a plan and you're, and, and you kind of, uh, you, you know what you're trying to achieve and you know how you plan to achieve. Is that what you're talking about there with the playbook? Yeah, the two, the, the two things about that is getting the clarity, right, over who you are, what your message is, why, how, and what of your business, but also the consistency. And that's the other thing. You see these businesses going day to day, constantly pivoting their message and their approach, which is confusing to them as well as their customers. Um, so it's getting the clarity first, but having that that framework, that blueprint for consistency so that it really touches all consumer touch points um, of your business. Mm, love it. So let's talk about stage of business a little bit because I I, I hear it all the time. Okay, uh, I yeah, that that's good for this kind of business or that. And we get, we've got the whole range here in our audience. We have people who identify as solopreneurs, um, they're really doing everything themselves. We're trying to encourage them to do a lot less themselves. Uh, some of them are moving towards that by having some VAs or maybe a small team, all the way up to companies that, you know, they have teams, uh, they have some systems, but they're they're trying to make them better. And mm. uh, and so what are you, uh, what, what do you recommend? Like at what stage in business do you think somebody should be thinking about this? Is it is it something you do from day one or do you have to hit a certain point where it's like, oh, okay, now I'm ready for this? No, yeah. I, I, look, I think, I think brand strategy and identity is core, is foundational to every business. You've got to start there. I don't care whether you've been, you know, first day of business as a solopreneur or you've been around for 10, 20 years and you just haven't really quite nailed it yet because um, we've worked with both. Um, this is to me is the starting, the starting point, because it really does impact and guide everything else that, that comes after that. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's a great quote by Napoleon Hill, um, you know, who wrote the 17 principles of success, you know, a man without a definite major purpose or definite major purpose is, a, is as helpless as a ship without a compass. Right. Take that approach, whether you're an individual solopreneur or a business, if you do not have that clarity and that purpose and that strategy to guide your ship. I mean, good luck, good luck navigating the stormy seas because there will be storms. Um, so I think it's it's paramount, the first and core thing that that they do and invest in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, let's along those lines, I mean one of the reasons why we in, invite people to our show and why we invited you is that uh, not only do you have a great message and great work that you do, but we also see you as someone who's great, uh, a great collaborator and someone who uh, should be brought in if, the, if this is the missing piece of the puzzle in, in your business. I mean, uh, we see you as someone who would 
be ideal to reach out to and potentially bring bring in to solve this problem. And uh, it kind of ties into the theme of this show. Uh, we call it creative collaboration show for a reason is that is let's not try to figure out everything ourselves, but there's other people out there who are experts and brilliant yeah. and genius at what they do. And let's find ways to bring them in, whether it to be just to hire them or collaborate with them or partner with them or whatever. And we want to inspire our audience to, to, to think more like that instead of, oh, I'm going to Google something. I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's the tactic of the day and that's what I'm going to do there. So, um, so I've got a couple of questions along those lines. Sure. Uh, first of all, what's your approach to collaborations, partnerships, working with others? Uh, is it something you actively do? And, uh, you know, how has that made a difference in your business? Yeah, that's that's honestly what fuels and drives me. Right. You know, we we kind of have a small but mighty team. Um, and so we are we cert we aren't staffed or we don't position ourselves to be the know-all, you know, the be-all elixir, you know, silver bullet solution. Um, myself, you know, I believe in surrounding my, myself with people that are stronger than me in, in areas that I'm not as efficient in. Um, I think it just makes for a greater sort of impact. And so I love, like, that's probably one of my greatest joys is is connecting like people like like-minded people that can be complementary. Um, I do it with my clients quite a bit. Um, you know, it's just hey, we serve this client who's a nonprofit and they have an aligned mission with your business. You two should get together and do a campaign together, whether it involves us or not. Um, so I always believe in bringing in people that are you know the smartest people in the room whenever possible. Um, because that's when real the real magic happens. If you're sitting in kind of a vortex in a bubble with groupthink, um, you know, you, you're not going to really kind of solve the bigger picture challenges. Mm, brilliant. Uh, so I love, obviously you do have that mindset and it's, it, it's something that you're uh, open to. What, did, what would you say is uh, your go-to method when you, when you identify maybe a piece of the puzzle in your business you're trying to fill mm. or or maybe you're working on a project and and you're looking for someone with a particular skill set or someone to collaborate yeah. with where do you where do you go looking i mean that's the question i get from a lot of people it's like where do i find people and so what's your right. go-to method yeah yeah i mean i just trying to build a robust network right i try and reach out to a lot of people and and, and do kind of brief little 15 minute, you know, virtual coffee introductions with people that I find interesting. They might have zero relationship um, or correlation to what I do, but they're doing interesting things in the world. Um, and so that to me is just trying to build good connections, good relationships without really an agenda at the onset. You know, I believe if you've you know, a good relationship will manifest into something at the right time and place. Uh, you never know when that's going to come up. Um, and so I think just diversifying the way I meet people, you know, networking events. Yes, absolutely. I should probably be doing more of that. And I got to talk to you about that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, podcasting, getting to meet you and understand, you know, what you do. Um, LinkedIn is a great way to do it. I always opt for a known relationship versus someone blind and cold. You have to go out and vet. So I'll also ask my trusted people within my network. Hey, who have you worked with? Who do you really love that does you know, X, Y, or Z that is a paid media specialist or, you know, a graphic design ace wizard in this industry. Um, and then, pay, and then the key is paying it forward. You know, 
anytime I can see a blind spot in a client or just someone that I work with, it's, you know what? Hey, I know someone that could be of value to you. If you're interested, give this person a call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, those kinds of connections are very, very powerful. Uh, I, I love whenever we receive personal introductions, uh, we, we give them out all the time. We like to be connectors, uh, connecting the dots really, yeah. really, really does help. We're big on networking. Podcasting is a great way to get to know somebody, um, oh, hosting right. a show. I think everybody should host a show. Uh, and, and so, and it's not why I started it really. It's, you know, actually I just started it cause I thought it'd be really cool to be a podcast, uh, to have a podcast. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, I'm getting to know people that I've yeah. never met before or who I'd like to know more. Uh, I'm getting a chance to know more about them. And so it's been great for that as well. Uh, and then just the relationships, you don't have to do business with everybody you meet, but just getting yourself known, uh, I yeah. think, and, and, or do you know anybody who who's good at this or that? And, and, and so developing that network for sure. Um, networking meetings are great, but they can be very time consuming and, uh, hit or miss in terms of getting to the right people. It can be overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. It's not as intimate or personal. There's, there's, um, I, I truly prefer a more intimate setting. So there's different kind of workshops or masterminds that I'm part of where it's a pretty niche group of, let's say people in the branding or marketing space, or, you know, uh, I'm a, I'm a member of 1% for the planet. Um, so we donate, you know, uh, 1% of our total annual revenue to, uh, nonprofits that are, are fighting, you know, climate change and solving kind of, you know, um, mm. that issue. That's a really cool group of sort of mission value aligned people, organizations that you can just have a great conversation with. What is kind of that common thread? So um, finding the more targeted groups versus just, you know, in mass at a multi, you know, hundred or thousand person networking event is is more my preference and speed. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one for sure. Well, Chase, thank you for weighing in on that. And and just for everything you've shared with us today, it's been amazing. And, uh, uh, you know, before we kind of let you go, I just want to uh, get from you a couple of things. Number one, um, I know you have a free gift to get you to talk a little bit about that. But also anyone listening in to this right now is, and still listening, uh, probably your, a great next step would be to reach out to Chase and just see how he can help you. Uh, he and his team are standing by to to help, or at least start with the conversation. Um, right. Explore how they might be able to help. And uh, I I believe there's a reason why you're still listening right now. So so do that. I have uh, all your contact information beneath this video and in the podcast show notes, so um, they can connect with you there. But tell us a little bit about the gift you have for us, and uh, and and we'll put the links to that there as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, really it's, it's kind of a, our playbook, our framework for our brand blueprint. Um, it's an ebook that we offer, um, on our website as, as, as well as a few other resources, but really it's the primer. It's that first step to really start to get you thinking around what is my brand identity and positioning and strategy. So I talked about brand, brand blueprint a little bit earlier. This is a really great free, easy to use kind of resource to kind of get the juices flowing. Um, and of course, you know, always happy to have a conversation, you know, do a discovery call with you really just to understand, you know, where you're at, what's holding you back. What are some of the challenges and pain points? 
and then exploring some of the solutions that can help you break free from that cycle. Um, so start with that, that, that brand blueprint, give it a try. If you get stuck, give me a call and go from there. Fantastic. Well, you can get that brand blueprint by, again, clicking the link just beneath this video. It's also there in the podcast show notes. Uh, Chase's contact information is there as well. So Chase, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been uh, time well spent. I've really enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about you and your and your business and 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 I think your approach, I mean, from one, you know, socially conscious entrepreneur to another, I really appreciate uh, where you're coming from uh, on all of this. So um, now before I let you go, I just want to ask one question. This has become a little bit of a social experiment and just something that I started asking, but uh, everyone has had a different answer to it. And it's not what I thought was going to happen. But um, so much of growing in business and growing ourselves is is about learning. I've learned a tremendous amount of stuff from books everyone's got their favorite and so i just wanted to ask you if you if you could leave everyone with one must read book recommendation that's been uh mm. you know um you know something that's inspired you or that uh, is one of your favorites which one would you recommend yeah good great question um so one book I really love, which is kind of a, a tome and a testament to this movement around purpose, it's called Good is the New Cool. Um, and they've got two books. I, I think one is kind of really around um, brand and then the other is kind of about marketing. But Good is the New Cool, um, really kind of it's inherent in the title. It's, it's saying that you know doing good in the world has become the en vogue and the kind of more profitable model for business. It's Afdel Enziz and Bobby Jones wrote it, um, and they've got an amazing organization called conspiracy of love that you can uh, i think sign up for free for newsletters but check that out um if you're interested in you know that whole paradigm of do good and do well this is a great read mm, that's a fantastic i've never heard of that one before i'm gonna go check that out that's perfect <laughs> ah. so thank you so much chase for uh recommending that and i i think that's a that's a nice capper to uh what i think has been a, a great episode and uh, I just again want to remind our audience that, you know, there's a reason why you're here and listening to us right now. So if you haven't already, uh, reach out to Chase, go grab the branding blueprint and uh, make this time well spent for you. And uh, and also, if you were inspired by anything that we said today and and maybe this has breathed new life into some of the plans that you have and some of the goals that you have and or, or maybe uh, leading you towards a solution to an obstacle you're trying to overcome in your business, I would like you to think of one action you could take today and then do that one thing today. And maybe it is just reaching out to Chase. That's a great action to take. I mean, and he's, you can see he's very easy to talk to. Uh, we, we've just spent 32 minutes uh, talking here and didn't hurt at all. Uh, so there you go. Hopefully painless, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, thank you to our audience. Thank you to Chase. Now, Chase, before we, uh, you know, to just kind of uh, bring this episode in for a landing, if you were to leave our audience here with just one final piece of advice or words of wisdom, well, what would you leave them here with today? Yeah, um, it's simple is, is you have the ability to do good and do well in the world. You know, it does not have to be all about profitability and bottom line. And it doesn't have to be all about just kind of bleeding heart, saving the world. You can have both. You can find that balance. Um, and what better mix, right? You're doing well in business. You're making a living for yourself and your family. And you feel good about the lasting impact you have in the world. So, you know, find that pursuit and that balance of do good and do well. 
do good and do well. Great words to end this episode by. Chase, thank you. And to our audience, thank you. Uh, this has been another episode of the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson. My guest has been Chase Friedman, and uh, we will see you on the next one. Thank you.